I stumbled upon this article about the Grizzlies in their basically fraud case and some of the bombshells that have been basically been uh, coming out from this whole thing. And it's pretty crazy. We're going to get into it, but it's pretty nuts. One thing's for sure, they are absolutely horrible with money. So let's get right into it. Prosecutors say a co-conspirator of Todd Crisley's once sent a financial statement that showed Crisley had millions of dollars in a bank account. So a superseding indictment from February included an email a Crisley co-conspirator sent to a bank which included a financial statement showing that Crisley had $4 million in a Merrill Lynch bank account. The statement was allegedly false since Crisley didn't have an account with Merrill Lynch at that time, and when he did open an account with the financial institution in 2008, he never had more than $17,000 on deposit, the, de- the indictment said. As a result of false representations like these, a number of banks issued the conspirators millions of dollars in loans, much of which Todd and Julie Chrisley used for their own personal benefit, the indictment read. And also, the Chrisleys burned through loans to purchase luxury items. Assistant U.S. Attorney Annalise Peters said in her opening statement on Tuesday that the Chrisleys not only submitted fake documents that implied they had greater wealth than they actually did, but that the couple also burned through the $30 million they received in loans on luxury items. Like, can you imagine that? Can you imagine, one, faking and committing potentially very illegal things to get approved for fake loans to the tune of like $30 million to just spend it on useless items? Like, can you imagine doing something like that? Like, that's crazy. $30 million in loans that you got to pay back and you spend it on useless luxury items. So they made up documents and they lied through their teeth to get whatever they want whenever they want it, Peter said to the jury. According to Peters, the Chrysalis hid money from the IRS while partaking in a lavish lifestyle. But an attorney for Todd Chrysalis said the couple exaggerated some aspects of their lifestyle for their television show. So Chrysalis has made several bold claims about his spending over the years in 2017. He said during a radio interview that he paid over $1 million in taxes per year, even Peters said hadn't paid a dime in years, and records presented at trial show no significant payments. And in an episode of his reality show, Chrisley Knows Best, the television personality claimed to spend about $300,000 annually on clothing. It's all part of the sizzle, it's all part of the show, it's all part of the act attorney Bruce Morris recently told the jury of Chrisley's claims. According to Morris, despite Chrisley's attempts to appear wealthy on the reality show, he was actually in bankruptcy when he made the claim about his hefty wardrobe budget. And see, this is the thing about, like, reality television, where, like, it's so fake, so stupid, like, on, like, 
like so many levels like it doesn't even make any sense so Morris also said that the Chrisley's ex-employee who turned them into federal agents was obsessed with Todd and wanted to be with him oh wanted to be him okay so Mark Braddock was a business partner of the Chrisleys until 2012 and during that time Chrisley's attorney Bruce Morris argued Braddock did everything he could so that he could live like Todd including buying one of Chrisley's former homes and impersonating Chrisley on phone calls Morris went on to argue that after Chrisley fired Braddock he went to the FBI for protection and revenge and claimed that Chrisley had committed bank fraud. The defense, on the other hand, said that Chrisley's continued to lie through their teeth to get bank loans and avoid taxes even after they'd fired Braddock. So the woman who made the Chrisley's famous was a previous employee who he owed $10,000. So any Kate Pons, a producer on Crisley Knows Best, testified Thursday that she met Todd Crisley in Los Angeles in 2009. She was a former DC newswoman who moved to LA to work in TV. While trying to break into the business, she met with Todd Crisley because he had plans to launch a luxury department store, Crisley & Co., she testified. Pond said she was trying to sell a line of baby clothes to Crisley. He didn't buy them, but offered her a future job as a buyer for the department store. She took the job and flew to New York during Fashion Week to try and network with designers for the future store, which never came to fruition. In the end, Crisley owed Pond $10,000 in unpaid work, which she tried to get, but it never came, she said. A few years later, though, when working in TV, Pons kept thinking of the Chrisley's boisterous family and pitched a reality show in their name. The scissor reel took off, and the show was sold to USA Network. Pons testified that she only worked on the show for one season, but will be credited as a producer for the lifetime of the show, bringing in around $200,000 a year. Which, I mean, is still a pretty nice thing. Braddock recently testified that he and Crisley had an intimate relationship. By the way, for anyone who has ever seen this show, ever, did you really think that he was 100% straight? If you did, I'm sorry, but Santa is no longer around. Braddock said he helped the Crisleys falsify documents in order to obtain bank loans and told prosecutors that he became involved in the fraudulent schemes due to the nature of of his relationship with Crisley. We had a personal relationship of an intimate nature, Braddock said. I would do whatever he needed to get done. Braddock and Crisley's personal relationship lasted for about a year, and then they went on to have a business relationship and brotherhood, Braddock testified. According to Braddock, he and Crisley paid a would-be blackmailer $38,000 in cash. Braddock also testified that during his employment at Christie's foreclosure management company, Chrisley Asset Management, he and Christie were contacted by an anonymous texter at one point. The texter threatened to go public with Chrisley in Braddock's fraud as well as, as well as their fare. He said, and Braddock testified that the text said, pay cash and we'll shut up. 
According to the ex-business partner's testimony, he then made four $9,500 withdrawals from the business account. Braddock subsequently met Chrisley in a parking garage and gave him the cash in a little bag to pay the blackmailer. Insider previously reported that the Chrisleys fired Braddock in 2012, and Chrisley has since alleged that Braddock stole money from his family. Chrisley's attorney, Bruce Morris, alleged in his opening statement that Braddock was obsessed with Chrisley and wanted to be him, and Morris implied later in cross-examination of Braddock that he believed he was Chrisley. And the Chrisley's daughter reported to the FBI that her father and brother were extorting her. Lindsay Chrisley, the Chrisley's oldest daughter, told the FBI in 2020 that her father and brother Chase were trying to extort her and threatened to release her adult tape. Emails from Lindsay Chrisley to the FBI were shown to the jury Thursday in which she said she was trying to get a restraining order against her father who was harassing her. She made similar comments on Dr. Phil. I am in no way shape, or form connected to this monster, she wrote in 2020. On Thursday, however, she was combated with the prosecutor who was asking her about reaching out to law enforcement about her dad during cross-examination, prompting the judge to intervene and tell her to stop answering questions in that tone. She said she had later learned there was no tape and now doesn't believe that her father was behind the extortion. On direct, she said that her father had been her primary caregiver when she was recovering from an eating disorder in 2008, and he also dedicated his time to take care of his son, Kyle, when he was dealing with a substance use disorder. Her father's top priorities, she said, are his children and his wife in that order. Now, here's the thing. I mean, this this family is probably all screwed up mainly due to the dad. The dad basically single-handedly, in a sense, destroyed this family on so many different levels. Having an affair, having an affair with a guy when you're a guy, committing fraud against banks. Like, of course, you know, all of these are alleged, but the reality is if even a portion of any of this is true, it's bad. And... You could see why his kids, his own kids, would go against him in some cases, right? Where they would like be like, uh, no, get away from me, you're a monster, blah, blah, blah. So it's pretty crazy. I mean, obviously, they were really bad with money, no matter which way you look at it. And this is the crazy thing, too, because, I mean, this show probably was making a good amount of money. So what's the point of, like, lying about how much money you're making for the show, when the show itself should have been able to fund a pretty nice lifestyle that you could express on the show, where you didn't have to commit fraud, allegedly, to flaunt on the show. And either way, you're flaunting to people who are watching the show who don't really care about you at all. Like, this is like the perfect example of what's wrong with the whole keeping up with the Joneses type of mentality, right? Do things for you and no one else because, like, you could end up going down a pretty bad path like this. If you want to learn how to get out of debt and manage your money, go to 40 com.